Keelan, I'm so Keelan's probably listening to this like, girl, you should you're in the same fucking class as me. You should know this. Happy International Women's Day. Season three, episode five. This episode is dedicated to all women. I'm your co-host, Allison. And I'm Colleen. And happy International Women's Day. Even though it's a day early, we celebrate women every single day. Exactly. Woo! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to add that in there, in there. It felt weird not to say the I think it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a classic at this point. Yeah, it's a staple of each episode. But. Basically. All right, so rundown. International Women's Day. We'll go over in a, um, an overview. Like, literally today is crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait, before we get into it. <laughs> what? So we we have a schedule. <laughs> we actually scheduled season three, each episode. Yeah, we planned it out, which yeah. is, I feel so responsible. Like, <laughs> organized you know what i mean yeah <laughs> we literally was like we cannot do it like season two where we're like oh let's just do it what else. are we recording yeah. today <laughs> we had like two back-to-back games yeah. <laughs> so it, it and it was just like a coincidence we had like story times right but um anyway so the topic for episode five that we had saved was called originally was called newsworthy okay and then as you know there's a lot going on in the world right now that we are extremely empathetic for Mm -hmm. but we just don't know how to really formulate a response with what's happening which i'm sure many people don't know either and we're just following as many legitimate news sources as possible and yeah and then we figured you know the reason for this podcast, why we started it, was so that it didn't have to be serious. So it was just an like an outlet just for us personally and whoever else is listening. Mm-hmm. And then so we looked at the date and we're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. How could we forget? How could you forget? How could I forget specifically? There's just, yeah, there's contacts with Allison and her work and like what she's in charge of that we're just like, how could you have forgotten it's Women's Day on March 8th? but to be fair we're filming really far ahead so it's just you know yeah exactly so (laughs) yeah you're right we're two weeks ahead okay and we just look at the calendar and then calls like wait a minute march 8th is international (laughs) women's day we're like oh yeah but as you know we're recording early and this episode will be posted on monday march 7th march 7th but it's okay we're going to talk about international women's day we'll give you an overview we'll call we'll give you an overview (laughs) and then we know that there are very important women in the media and are in our history. However, we want to dedicate this episode specifically to the women in our lives. Yeah. It's just, it's, you overlook the women in your lives until, I don't know, knock on wood, like they're gone and you forget the impact they've had on you. And so this episode is towards the women who have shaped us. And we look up to. Alrighty, let's get into it. Okay, so this is directly from the Government of Canada's website. <laughs> Woman-gender-equality.canada.ca Okay. But international... I was not expecting that, okay. 
Internet. I was like, what? Earlier, I was like, call, do you want to give an overview? And then we'll go into story time. Yeah, sure. But I was not expecting that. <laughs> I told, okay, okay. So, okay, go ahead. March 8th is the day that you celebrate International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the global day to recognize and celebrate women's and girls' social, economic, cultural, and political achievements and impact. And it's also time to, like, raise awareness about the inequality women face throughout the world Mm -hmm. because our experience in Canada is different from experiences elsewhere. Yeah. But I didn't know this, that the first International Women's Day took place on March 19th, 1911. I did not know that. In Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland, which is, like, always the Nordic countries, eh? Like, doing it first. I feel like I should know that because I took a women's course in New York. Kaylin, I'm so... Kaylin's probably listening to this like, girl, you should you're in the known. same fucking class as me. You should know this. Yeah. But this is a really... This is a really interesting Women's Day because mm-hmm. it's the 111th Women's Day. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, one, 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 one. one. Yeah. I like Angel that. Angel okay. numbers. And then in 1975, the United Nations officially recognized International Women's Day and then we officially began celebrating it every March 8th. So, today, International Women's Day is a day of unity, celebration, reflection, advocacy, and action, and is celebrated in many countries worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that's Women's Day, everyone. That's what? That's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> You're going to go. I was waiting for you to go into more. Oh. More detail. There's. There's, oh my god, I choked. There's really not much else. But, like, this is what I wanted to ask, though. Like, that's, I think, the official mm-hmm. or, like, very formal definition of Women's Day. Mm-hmm. But how do we define Women's Day? How do you think of Women's Day, personally, for yourself? What is it a day for? Um, I The thing is, with Women's Day, I don't think of it as just a day. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I said earlier, it's, it's every day we celebrate women, right? And... Just it's just every step to move forward, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how to explain it, but I don't think about it as just a day. It's no, just still an ongoing. Maybe because thing. we are women, we're just like you know what I mean. It's I think maybe mothers would have really similar feelings towards Mother's Day. Like, what do you mean it's Mother's Day? Every day, every day. is a day as I'm a mom. I gave birth to you <laughs> for 28 years. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. It's a very strange thing because I feel like a lot of companies or like brands try to take advantage. Mm-hmm. And capitalize on Women's Day with their products and all of that stuff. It's almost like performative. Like when you think about Pride Month and everyone changing their col- like their company colors to like rainbows. Mm-hmm. Something very similar to that. But yeah, I like having a day, but it's not just a day. Yeah. It's, it's every day. It's every day. And it's every day you're trying to make that change, right? Just literally by living as a woman and being yourself. Yeah. There's women who shaped our history, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, are you asking about who are women in our lives? Yeah. That's helped shape our history. I feel like this is very straightforward, but, like, I'll talk about my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a Filipino woman, and she was born in July of 1958. So she's in her early 60s right now. But she has not had 
the easiest life growing up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of cultural things in the Philippines when she was born and raised there were imposed on her growing up. And so there was a lot that my mom sacrificed for her family and um, in order to make that family work. Mm-hmm. Um, she is kind of that person who puts herself last all of the time. And I think the biggest sacrifice she made for me was when she tried to or essentially raise me and my brother on her own while my dad was in Canada trying to like earn money to sponsor us to come to Canada for over three years. And I don't know, my mom is a very particular person. (laughs) <laughs> it's strange because I know her now yeah. as my mom, but I always hear stories about like from my aunts, like my titas and titos, or just like my other family members being like, your mom used to be da 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 da, your mm-hmm. mom was blah 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 blah. Like my dad was very into my mom, but they have a seven year age difference and he yeah. like was so attracted to her that he like seduced her as the as like the bus boy or like the younger guy. Yeah. And my mom was like, what are you doing? <laughs> she was so embarrassing. Um, but I don't know how to explain the impact like your mother has on you because you just yeah. know them as your mom, you know? Yeah. You hear stories and you're like, that was you? Like you yeah. did that? But then it's like what you brought up earlier. Like we don't know about it personally, but like obviously we've heard about it. We've read about it. How when you become a mother and then just everything changes, right? Yeah, because you have to now become a mother to like a little human being you pushed out, right? Or could have adopted or, you know, other ways of being a mom. But like you're responsible for this little human being. Mm -hmm. And this person grows up knowing like that's just who you are. And like the sacrifice to be a mom, I feel like is such a huge thing. But there's so many mothers out there We, like, don't really talk about how impactful and intensive their work is. Like, they are in charge of raising the future generations. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to necessarily be, like, your, like, blood-related. There are, like, mother figures out there. There are women who you just look up to for whatever reason, right? Like, with my mom now, I think we're, we've become a lot closer now. We've, we've always, like, when we fight, we fight. You know, yeah, it's... Yeah, you and your mom are, like, very intense. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's the word I can use. You're both intense. fire, right? Aries and Leo. She's Leo, yeah. So, you know, but now, I mean, that's the thing. Now, with everything going on, I think, like, I just appreciate her more. Like, I hear about her stories and everything, like, just growing up. And then, like, to think, like, how to raise, like, two kids mm-hmm. on your own and you being the only divorcee, like, in your family at the mm-hmm. time, like, just going through everything alone, right? Even now, like, um, you know, she, like, yeah, she has my brother and I, but I was just like, wow, like, I could not imagine, yeah, you know? Yeah, there's a, like, oof. It just, there's a different, like, level of strength mothers Mm -hmm. have for their kids. Like, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. And to shift from, like, just, like, you know, women, our personal lives, just, like, our moms, like, our grandparents, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma, she's, my grandma's a boss, bro. (laughs) There's a reason, like, 
I don't know. Everyone has like that grandparent. Mostly yeah. it's grandmas, but there's a reason they're like the matriarch of the family. <laughs> yeah. They're just like all knowing. They know all the shit that goes around yeah. and they carry like a very certain wisdom mm-hmm. to them. But then you realize that that wisdom also comes with like pain and experience. Yeah. Like you don't have that living like a perfect life. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> like with my grandma, I only have one grandparent left. And she literally, <laughs> she's so crazy. <laughs> Sometimes she'll call me and she'll just be like, hey, um, make sure, you know, you're not drinking. You're not doing drugs. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. And like, it's so funny. So last month she messaged my brother on like Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, Justin, can you ask your ate if she knows about these two dates? And then what it was dates? like a date in February and then a date in... Shit, I forgot. Another date. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I, I'm actually, this is the worst. So she's like, can you ask your ate if she, she knows what these dates mean? Did blah, she blah, go blah. to like a fucking shaman or something? <laughs> I was like, these dates look familiar. So I'm like, February? I'm like, that's her birthday. Oh, and then okay. the other date, I'm like, it's probably my grandpa's birthday. Uh-huh. So then I was like, what the hell is she trying? Why is she testing me right now? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I messaged my aunt. I'm like, what does these dates mean? And I'm like, she's like, oh, yeah, that's their birthdays. And I was like, what the heck? So Why I did told she Justin, go through your brother? That's I so don't know. funny. Because <laughs> I don't have Facebook, right? Mm. I don't have Facebook. So she's like, she asked my brother, like, Oh, ask ask your ate, and then I told him, okay, reply back oh, to her, okay. and then she's like, yes, that's right. But I'm like, <laughs> for, but that's exactly you as a grandparent, also, just like hmm. it's like, uh, do you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, now there's like a lot of pressure too, because like you just want to do everything for your mom and your grandma, especially like you know, like my grandma's like to me, I think she's only seventy. She's a Bro, long life to live. This is, yeah, there's a weird but, time warp at this yeah. age for us where we, mm-hmm. we imagine our grandparents or even parents mm-hmm. as a certain age or look a certain way. But in the, do you ever see pictures of them like 10 years ago versus now and you realize how yeah. much they've aged? Yeah. There's <sighs> that saying like this going around on Instagram. It's like, as you get older, you're like, you're watching your parents like also mm-hmm. like age and grow up as well yeah you know like they're raising you but then like now you're realizing you know Mm -hmm. and yeah so like the pressure like it's like oh i want you to get married Mm -hmm. and i want you to have kids but like listen it's your choice if you want to get married and you want to have kids right um and i think sorry what no you go no i think like that's like a big like difference like from back then and now where it's like yeah you're not forced to like get married at, like so young and just expect to like do this and that like now it's like we're very vocal you know yeah i was going to say i think that is like that's the only thing they know like as grandparents because mm-hmm. that was what was kind of like very prevalent in their time growing up where yeah. like security and like safety for the rest of your life like was in the form of marriage (laughs) hold on pause for my mom sneezing okay we're fine yeah so 
it whenever I hear that from like my grandma of like, you know, when are you going to get married? When are you going to do all these things? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just want to make sure you can take care of yourself or you're with someone that can take care of you. Yeah. Like, I want you to be safe and secure. Yeah, that's that was like one of the things she she like spoke to me about is like, I before I die, I just want to make sure mm-hmm. you're okay. And like, she's like, I just want to see it. I just want to mm-hmm. see you. Like, you know, get married, have babies, like, you know, and I mean, like a lot of women, like in my opinion, like now it's just like, you know what, like, I'm going to do it on my own time. Yeah, you know, it's also it's weird that you talk about that because like you I think you see the relationship as like you and your grandma. Mm -hmm. But like, I think also in an, in a weird way, like a parallel, like I'm my mom is now grandma to like my brother's kids. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, no matter what age they become, like my mom will always see them as like they are now, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're very little. Yeah. And so like as a grandparent, I like I can't help but think your grandma just still sees you as that like that little (laughs) Allison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she she was like, you're my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It just must be so strange to like bring up somebody and they have mm-hmm. their own. Yeah, she literally raised me because like my mom was working, mm-hmm. right? And then my brother, he was with like my mom's um, grandparents, right? Mm-hmm. And I was mainly raised by my dad's side too, right? So, and I was like their first grandchild here mm-hmm. in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I get it, I get it. Um, but you know, those are like the two women that I really. Mm-hmm. I appreciate more now than I did before. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, my mom is just a lot more transparent or mm-hmm. we have, like, more conversations now about, mm-hmm. like, life and stuff and, like, just the reality mm-hmm. of, like, things. Like, we spoke about it, like, talks of this is where you can find those documents, you know? Yes. The when I'm gone conversations. Yes, I've, you know, I've had those conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's. it's- it becomes a reality. You're just like, well, like, what do I do? Like, how do I build my life without you? Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I don't even want to think about that. Like, my mm-hmm. I completely understand my mom's devastation when she lost her mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was so painful to watch. And, like, my grandma, like, my mom's mom is also really important to me because she also raised me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just have so much, like, appreciation for our moms and like and our mothers because like no matter what even if we are in our feelings about a fight like they will always set that aside when your Mm -hmm. safety or health comes into play yeah like their their mom instincts just like pop up i don't even know how to explain it Mm -hmm. but it just does so so to shift focus on Mm -hmm. like our family and like the women in our family are there any women that you also look up to who just inspire you to be better hmm that is a good question so i'll think about that i'll ask you because i feel like you have one (laughs) um like obviously like for me like right now i think like in my professional life Mm -hmm. because like right now i'm very like career focus right Mm -hmm. um just because i just want to get to that certain point 
where I feel like I've made an impact on other women. Yeah. You know? And, like, other people in general, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, right now, I, like, I, I love my boss. She's, she's great. I have, like, a really great support system at work. Mm-hmm. Even at my previous job, like, like we all like if you've listened to our New York story time, everyone knows oh. about my previous manager at my old job, Chia. She's like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. So she's also like a really great support system. Like professionally. She always gave me great advice. I saw her last weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. She's doing really great. I'm seeing her again in like next month. Um and then like right now in my in my job now, like I have really like strong supportive women who also support me in my career and Mm -hmm. it's great to look up to because you're like wow like holy shit you know yeah because like you can see yourself there it's like one day i'm like one One day day. yeah one day i'm like i'll get to that level of like you just you know what you've earned the respect yeah yeah no i completely understand it's why representation is so important Especially mm-hmm. in the workplace, so yeah. you can see yourself. Like, mm-hmm. there's lots of things intersect, like on the topic of intersectionality. Um, but in general, just seeing another woman doing like really cool things at work, yeah, is inspiring. So, it really you is. You can see. It really is. It's yeah. just like that can be me one day. Yeah, and like I, I mean, I can't really go. I don't know how far I can go into like what I'm doing mm. at work and like the pod, but. You know, the stuff that I'm doing right now, I'm just like, I feel like, you know, the more involved I am, I'm just like, at least what I'm doing is just, there's like an, an overall impact, right? You know, I just want to yes. get involved some way, somehow. And yeah, I right now I just feel inspired to just do better because I just, I want to be you one day, you know? It's just one of those. Yeah. Role models. It's yes. Role models. Yes. I yes. totally get it. Yeah. As you're speaking about that, I realized, I'm like, I really don't have many women in the workplace to look up to because, like, mm-hmm. right now my boss is a man. Not that there's anything wrong with, like, <laughs> with men. <laughs> but, like, representing. Why did you say, like, your face? My boss is a man. You no, might no, have no. to edit that. <laughs> No, 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 no. Dennis, you're great. Um, It is the representation Mm -hmm. of, like, women in leadership. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we, I don't know. I just, I think about it. And in, like, my last two jobs, both of, like, my bosses were men. Mm -hmm. And, like, there was very little representation of, like, women in, like, higher leadership. Hence why the importance of hiring women Mm -hmm. and... Putting them in positions of power, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think that's re- like and representation, right? Like and diversity. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I mean, we're not there yet, but I hope for like our kids one day, like they just see the impact that we've done over the years. Yeah, like you my know, work. That there's a change. My work is like really transparent with the. With, like, these reports about, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, what percentage of, like, people in our workplace are mm-hmm. men versus women or other genders that they mm-hmm. identify as. Um, what is, like, the diversity looking like and all of that stuff. And we've definitely gotten to a better place of, like, that ratio between men and women mm-hmm. over the last four years since I started. But someone who I'm not related to that I I think has shaped me profoundly as a woman 
as I grew up was like my drama teacher in high school. Uh, yeah. Right? And so... I, I always forget <laughs> you were a drama kid. <laughs> I wouldn't have been a drama kid. Yeah. Like... Unless I met this teacher Mm -hmm. who, like, I think saw a lot of my potential and she really helped me get out of my shell and helped me find my identity in high school as the drama kid. But, like, she was like, I know you can act, you know, and Mm -hmm. she, like, tried to encourage me to, like, do things. And I think there was, like, a really huge turning point when I had my own – we had to perform our own monologues. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was just, like, an awakening – of who I was and just, like, my ability to access emotions. Yeah. And it helped me form emotional intelligence I have now. And she's like, I know you can direct. I know you can write. And she, like, involved me in so many projects and, like, helped me nurture that part of myself that I still think is here to this day and is a very core part of who I am yeah. and how I function as a person and also a leader at work. Yeah. So shout out to her. Thank you. Are there any like um like women like I know you you like reading like novels and like your poems and stuff. Is <laughs> there anyone else like that you want to shed light on? Uh I feel like this poet is really well known, but mm-hmm. I just ugh, you know me and pronunciation. <laughs> Do you want to use Google? Yeah, let me <laughs> Let me see how to Wait, pronounce. I think I know which one because she got you the book. I mean the poem. Yeah. Like, yes, I know. Okay, okay. Let's let's use Google. <laughs> Shut up. Shit. Okay, okay, okay. Rupee core. Rupee core. Sorry, I'm not laughing at her name. I'm laughing just at you. Like <laughs> Rupee core. Rupee core. Okay. She is a Canadian poet mm-hmm. from I think Brampton. Don't quote me on it, but she is. Don't quote call. No, I swear. On anything. I okay. swear. I swear. I swear. She's like Ontario. Okay, let's just say Ontario. Yeah. they. She immigrated to Canada and her family resided in Brampton. But her, I think, I feel like everyone has seen her poems at one point on yeah. Instagram and Twitter. It's like the very short poems with like very minimal drawings Mm -hmm. but her poetry although it's so simple is so inspiring to me and impactful impactful yeah there's this one that i just like cannot forget um (laughs) that i literally forgot right now so (laughs) let's not talk (laughs) there is one moment (laughs) that i cannot forget (laughs) let's just like let's let's leave it at that But she's, everyone should read Milk and Honey, which is her first published poetry book. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll open your world to other types of poetry. But she has been a really impactful person, Mm -hmm. I think, in my life. How about you? Um, I don't really know. Like, I I don't have any names on the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But every time I see clips, like, of, like, women like doing speeches inspiring speeches like Mm -hmm. um do you ever see those clips on instagram yeah and just just speaking out against inequality in general i'm i just find that inspiring right i think speaking up is very important Mm -hmm. and like i know stories like 
you know, of like, like our parents growing up where, you know, that just wasn't, that was not a thing, you know? Oh, yeah. Speaking of, oh, my mm. God, there are still views out there that like talk about women's obedience to like men. Mm. Um, I attended this wedding once and like one of the vows was like, do you promise to be obedient towards your husband and like serve him? And I was that was like, the vow? I was, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that was that was, <laughs> that was like what was being ordained. Right. Uh-huh. And it just didn't sit well with me. And I feel like we can agree to disagree with like yeah. views and stuff. But yeah. the conversation is so different now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it It really just depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, again, like this podcast, all views and opinions are our own. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just hope. I just hope that when I have my daughter one day, mm-hmm. you know, I want a daughter. Yeah. Oh my I just God. hope that, you know, like I inspire her in some way somehow, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, she looks up to me like I, I made a difference, you know. Yeah. And this is I feel like this is maybe what I also want to outline. You like you don't have to do something life-changing to be an inspiring person Mm -hmm. like sometimes just living as who you are and being authentically you is inspiring enough to other people facts Facts. (laughs) allison nodded facts facts (laughs) (laughs) i'm like this isn't recorded so that's why i was like oh facts facts i have to say what yeah, i'm yeah, actually yeah. doing yeah, yeah yeah no i know you agree with me but yeah. like it's just silent on yeah, the pod. It's on the pod. no one knows it just they're like, like did allison why, disagree why is she fucking silent <laughs> for people right now who are like millennials like it's a very wide age range but like our parents or mothers or mother figures in their generation honestly have been taught to shrink themselves and not give themselves the space to like be who they are. And so those are things that can be passed down onto you passively. Mm-hmm. They may not be instilling it in you actively being like, be small, don't do that. Da, 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 da. Are you saying like, for example, are you saying like the generic, like if you're having a boy, it's blue. If you're having a girl, it's pink. No, not, ne- not necessarily those things, but just like women just like, have not been encouraged to use their voices for a long time. And I feel like our generation as millennials are probably one of the first generations to be so consistently vocal about it mm-hmm. and accepted in doing it. And it's something we should embrace, you know? Yeah. Like, don't back away when someone calls you like a snowflake because you're <laughs> you're trying to stand up and speak up for yourself or other women. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. What was like what else was on the list? Mm. Oh, what's it like being a woman? What's it like being a woman? How do you identify again? What are your pronouns? She her. But then I was I was having this conversation with you and E last week, right? I was like, "What do refresh I do? my memory?" Sorry. 
oh, we were talking about like having partners and all of that stuff. Okay, yes, like, yes. I don't know. I also, feel... we, it was it was a wild night. <laughs> A lot of things. Um, But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. um, She, her are my pronouns. And I feel like I go back and forth or like I constantly rethink my identity. Mm -hmm. But I just like I feel the most comfortable with queer Mm -hmm. as I like figure myself out. Um, What's it like being a woman? I don't know. I don't know. What's it like being a woman for you? It's like being a woman. How do you describe what it's like being you? I just, I feel like I always have to prove myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I always, like, my whole life, like, even, you know, I'm like 4'11, okay, you guys, I'm 4'11. <laughs> I'm not you know, 5'11, I, by the way. <laughs> call us 5'11. I'm 5'8. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's an inside joke. Yeah, you just you just have to be there, okay? Um, I just always feel like for people to take me seriously, mm. they just think I'm just this young girl. Like you know, I I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it, but I always have to look a certain way or to be taken seriously. To be taken seriously, you know, and. Like, even though, like, I'm 4'11", I try to walk into the room, like, I own it, you know? Like, oh, notice me. Like, I'm I'm not just, like, this girl in the background, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I know my shit, you know? I'm not mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just not someone you can just... Walk over and, yeah, like, exactly. dismiss. Yeah. Because yeah. they think, like, you know, and some people just take my kindness as, like, I can take advantage of you. And it's like, yeah. no, you can't. No, like, that is the biggest misconception about Allison. Like, you cannot walk, you cannot, like, mistreat her because she will fight you back. Are you kidding me? I'm just, I'm all about, like, I'm I'm all about being nice in terms of, like, I don't want anyone to, let's say, like, that's the last, imp- like, the first and last impression they have of me mm-hmm. is me being, like, so like a negative person or like being mean or whatever mm-hmm. right like obviously like i'm always i think i'm generally just a, like how do i explain it like i'm not like you know happy like taylor swift happy you know <laughs> but i'm like <laughs> you know what i mean but i think i i think you keep it real yeah i'm just yeah. like you know even like in the workplace like mm-hmm. you know i've always had to there's like a balance you know mm. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm explaining that correctly. I'm I using like, a lot of yeah. hand gestures that you can't see right now, but yes. They're just all over the place. Yeah, no, I just always feel like I always have to um, prove myself, you know? And I, yeah. can, I can talk about my previous um, my Job? previous jobs, right? Like where I'm like, well, first of all, why am I not getting paid more oh you know that that i brought it up okay so i'll tell you guys a story time story time i was like well i've been here for this long Mm -hmm. i've done this 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 Mm -hmm. and this person coming in is making the same amount of money as me right right and i'm like just and i've I've literally trained this person. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's one of those where I, I was just like, this. "This is not 
it's not fair it's not fair yeah it's not fair and i and so he's like he straight up asked me how much and i told him how much you know and it didn't happen which is why i'm not there so (laughs) he just also hated that job like you just literally have to voice i that's the thing i'm always voicing my concerns and i just it's just always a constant not bad i want to say battle but it's just always constantly yeah you constantly to, proving you myself have to actively yeah like work on it and yeah. talk about it with people yeah yeah i feel like i feel like on the flip side my workplace is really good about that sort of stuff when it mm-hmm. comes to or like i guess in my experience yeah. the the gender what is it the sorry what are you talking about the gender wage gap oh yeah okay yeah right um I think my workplace is really good at is really good at those sorts of things mm-hmm. and like transparent. I I have never just I don't know how to explain it, but like yes, I'm a woman, but I don't think that's gotten in the way of my work in my workplace. Like ever? No. Um we had a lot of like really intense diversity, equality and inclusion mm-hmm. workshops like DE and I and it made a lot of the men in our workplace like kind of see things from a different perspective where mm-hmm. my previous boss like spoke about it in one of our meetings mm-hmm. and like literally cried talking about how he did not understand how passive he was in his previous workplace mm-hmm. and how he could have been an active ally mm-hmm. to this woman. And he felt so bad about it. And I'm like, this is why those workshops are needed. Are so important. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Oh, oh my God. Because, like, there are men that are willing to be allies with women mm-hmm. for many different reasons. Like, uh, for, you know, being a woman of color or someone in the mm-hmm. LGBTQ community or just a woman in general. Like, there are people who are willing to be your allies, but they don't know where to start. And so, like, workplaces giving people the opportunity to, like, talk about and learn about those things yeah. are so fucking important. And I've definitely seen a difference in how my work treats these issues since that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I mean, we have that at work too. And I think it's definitely important. Like I've heard like other like male colleagues talk about it and mm-hmm. the importance of it too, which is great. But but then again, it's it's every day. It's every day. Yeah. And we also have to, like, realize, like, we, we're privileged in a sense that we have workplaces that are so supportive and inclusive. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I've definitely heard from some friends mm-hmm. and, like, coworkers and, like, their previous jobs or current jobs with, like, my friends, how it's not the same experience. Yeah. It's, like, it's messed up how women can feel unsafe in the workplace and mm-hmm. they can report it to HR and nothing yeah. is done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, my stories, like, mm-hmm. in, like, my previous workplaces, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, I'm just so happy now. I'm, like, I'm in a good space, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. Like, I feel, I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel supportive and I feel safe, like, in mm-hmm. my current situation, you know? Yeah. We spoke about, like, what it's like being a woman in, or in the workplace, but, like, in your personal life, in your family mm. life, is there a difference in your identity as a woman? Yeah, because I am the eldest daughter mm-hmm. of 
an immigrant family, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot of pressure and like you you go through that like I don't know I don't know explain it, but you know it's that struggle of wanting to do what you want to do and what your parents want to do. And then there's that balance of well, I want to live my own life, but I feel guilty leaving you behind. Yeah, didn't Alex talk about like generational guilt or something? Yeah. And I I get that and you know like do you ever see those t- sorry but like did you ever see those TikToks of like there's always that one daughter in the family that just fucking causes chaos. <laughs> and I'm uh, not going to lie, I feel like that was me for a while. Mm-hmm. I think I'm only now where I'm just like wow, I am so I don't know how she dealt with me. I have no mm-hmm. clue how she dealt with me. But me agreeing though. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I mean, me and you have totally different, like, um, childhood upbringings. And plus, mm-hmm. your brother is 10 years older than you. And mm-hmm. I'm just, like, the eldest mm-hmm. daughter of an immigrant family. And I was the first granddaughter on my dad's side here. All my cousins Same. on my mom's side are all, like, boys. Like, mm-hmm. you know? like, And I was, like, the only girl. So it was, def- it was definitely, like, it was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. That's all. It was a lot of pressure to be perfect yeah yeah i think that's like i think a lot of people can relate to that mm-hmm. um the added pressure being the eldest two in an immigrant family mm-hmm. um and being a woman mm-hmm. is like is a lot yeah like i feel a lot of pressure as like the only girl on my dad's side mm-hmm. so like everyone was so excited when i was born because yeah. i was like the only girl yeah. <sighs> turns out queer i kind of liked it like growing up or i was like oh i'm the only girl on like my mom's side right mm-hmm. and then even till this day like by the way my mom only now got, got frames for diplomas for my brother and i mine is under my bed <laughs> like it's <laughs> my, not it was in a random bag that i'm like mom <laughs> what the frick is this but even now she's just like oh i thought you wanted to be a doctor but you know what <laughs> it's fine i graduated okay should be thankful with honors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the whole like doctor lawyer thing, especially yeah. with like Asian households and like immigrant families. What's that saying we said? If you're not a doctor, a lawyer, you're nothing. You're nothing, bro. <laughs> it's just their way of like guaranteeing something successful and comfortable for you. Because mm-hmm. like in the Philippines or like other countries, it's like that's what was successful, mm-hmm. right? And, like, growing up for me, even though I'm the youngest and I'm a girl, I think I was spoiled in many ways. But mm-hmm. there's also, like, the layer of, like, culture where I'm, like, the only one in my family who can pass as, like, Canadian in the sense of just, like, not being discriminated upon. What do you like, mean? My mom, my brother, and my dad have all been discriminated upon growing up in Canada or living in Canada. Because of how they spoke with their accents. Like, oh, okay. there is a reason my dad has, like, a white voice when he's on the phone. Because people take him more seriously when he sounds like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they have been denied to look at places when they were looking for a house. Because they looked like they can't afford a place. Yeah. And people are always shocked that I was born and grew up and moved to Canada from the Philippines. Because they're like, you don't sound like it. da 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 you're and I'm like, it. you're three. I know. But still, it's like people don't 
people don't believe that, you know, mm. because it's their perception. Yeah. Of like, I can't believe you're born in the Philippines. I'm like, I was just born somewhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make a difference there. Yeah. And I'm like the first one to have like gone to post-secondary and graduated. So it's like a huge thing and pressure to like be successful. And like, after you graduate, like, are you making money? Yeah. You know, there was always, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, like I, I had a situation happen where like, that was my only excuse where I didn't get a job right away after college. Cause mm. I'm like, I literally could not, but yeah, but there is that pressure of like, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes like, you know, your future isn't always like this cookie cutter, of, like finishing <laughs> high school, cutter. going into uni or college, whatever. Like sometimes there's just, it's just a different path for everyone, you know? I think being daughters of immigrants or being like an immigrant, um, it's hard to give yourself that space when there's so much pressure added mm-hmm. on you in but, your family. Yeah. And I think because we've experienced it, like, I know how empathetic I can... Empathetic? Is that a mm-hmm. word? How, like, how to react to raising my kid growing up. Like... Yeah. Yeah. That transition from high school to university, it's it's big. It's like it's big. Like yeah. high school does not like ugh. what the curriculum we were taught, mm-hmm. they're like, this is what you'll need in college and in university. And it's not. It's not. You know? It's not. it's it's really not. And I hope maybe <laughs> our kids in the future are taught something more substantial. Yeah. And like they can transfer over because when you have a schedule in high school versus like you make literacy. your own schedule yeah. in university, it yeah. are two completely different things. Yeah. And you have to learn how to manage your time properly in uni. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I want to at least, you know, I know I want to, but. What? Like, I want to be, like, a very supportive, like, I just want to be a supportive, like, parent to my child when they. Yeah. Because I think, like, when I was doing it, it was, like, all on my own, figure it out. Yeah, because, like, our parents didn't know how to navigate Mm -hmm. the school system or really life in Canada because they didn't grow up here. Yeah. It's like, pick your courses. I don't freaking know. Pick your own courses. Bro, how did they expect us at 17 to know what we wanted to study as a career? I'm still surprised I got accepted into New York, okay? Like, (laughs) do not know how i got into that school i also can't believe i also got into college too so i and graduated okay yeah <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> i don't know you. but like um because high school i was oh my god high school but like college i took that <laughs> seriously but yeah yeah being being a daughter of an immigrant family it's just it's a lot of pressure for sure it is I feel like we don't really know how to really talk about it because, mm-hmm. like, you internalize a lot of it because mm-hmm. you just have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but it's important because other people are definitely feeling the same. But yeah. you can come out of it the other side successful and, like, loving what you do. But it's not always going to be a happy path mm-hmm. towards that. That sounds depressing, but I feel like it's – there's, like, the reality of life also. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else? Um, Blake, what are you going to do to celebrate International Women's Day? I don't know. We're working from home. I mean, we are working from home. Um, My work does like to do a lot of things mm -hmm. um, during those sorts of events. So um, who knows what they'll do Mm -hmm. this this time around. But yeah, 
honestly, I think I'll be more active in celebrating it and just mm-hmm. be like, hey, mom, happy Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and I think um, just supporting women, even like, you know, your friends around you, your coworkers, your loved ones, even a stranger when you see something wrong, you speak up about it, even when no one is watching. I think mm-hmm. that's... Uh, that's a big thing, right? Because, like, some people just like to do it when, you know, like, someone's watching and they see that, oh, yeah, you're doing this, you're saying this. But I think if you're doing it because you honestly, truly believe it. Oh, yeah. Just right? not being performative with your exactly. activism. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So to wrap this video up, I it's, by, by all means, this is not, like a uh, professional like informative yeah. video it is in our bio that we're just like all opinions are our own yeah <laughs> um so yeah so we hope that you celebrate international women's day and inter- celebrate the women in your life celebrate the women around you every day make a change Mm-hmm. um i don't sorry i don't want to sound generic i'm like oh my gosh no. is i sounding generic there i but just like, feel it so because you were like looking up in the air i'm like um <laughs> no i'm thinking what to say oh also. okay it's yeah like take this day every day is women's day if mm-hmm. you are a woman um or identify as a woman mm-hmm. you are a you and you're valid mm-hmm. but i also feel like with celebration also can come like mourning you know, it's totally okay to highlight the struggles women go through um, if you know what it's like. And you can talk about that. Just just be you. You know, talk about those things because I feel like it's important um, for everyone to start talking about ourselves more. Yeah, I'm very thankful for um, my friends specifically um because i you know my girls are like my girls mm-hmm. you know and i just wouldn't know what to do without them like i they're like literally like my sisters like you're my sister right and like yeah. my girls oh. are my sister and it's just like i appreciate you guys every single day i think today specifically like i want to highlight that like you know like you guys mean a lot to me yeah um, for freshly brewed episodes, don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For sneak peeks and teasers, you can check out our Instagram page. And speaking of teasers, here's one from season three, episode six. six. I feel I have to do almost nothing to be given huge praise, and I'm constantly being rewarded for doing the bare minimum or even just the basic Who human decency. Is she? 